0: Hey friends, and welcome to the debut episode of a brand new podcast called You're Entitled to Your Opinion. It's made up of my opinion and my daughter's opinion. I'm Gordon Duncan. She's Emma Duncan. We're going to work together to create a more formal, maybe a bit more catchy intro than this, but right now we wanted to go ahead and get an episode out there and give you an idea of what it's about. So tune in, we explain it at the beginning, and jump right in. Thanks for listening. Well, gang, thanks so much for being here for the very first episode of You're Entitled to Your Opinion. Here's Emma.
1: Hello. And
0: I'm Gordon. And the whole premise of this is that what we do is we get together, we talk about all the, the entertainment that we've watched or read, whatever it may be, and we talk about the ones we've taken in together, and then you, Emma, go through like, well, I've seen this or read this, and I'm going to do the same thing. And then we might even take on some trailers or some deep dives. It's similar to what we used to do on This Is Gonna Hurt, but it's very more specific. It's got a structure to it, and I'm excited for the first episode. Emma, what do you think?
1: I think it's pretty good. (laughs) I
0: think it's exciting. And and so, listen, um, thank you, especially to folks like uh, Arkley and other folks who said we need more and more episodes with Emma in it. What can I say? (laughs) I know. It doesn't mean you're not going to show up on my other show. We'll still do some deep dives in there. But we needed a weekly show to go through the embarrassingly huge amount of media that we take in every week. So what we're going to do each week, I think we're going to start with what we watched together. Yep. And we've gone through, we sat down, and we're like, hey, here and we didn't watch as much. This might be actually like what we watched over the last couple of weeks.
2: Yeah. Because
0: uh, we were traveling. Mm-hmm. So we did a road trip cross country and back. And we snuck in a few things there, but really, it, it's just everything we've seen in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. So, Emma, why don't you kick it off? What's something that we have watched in the last couple of weeks together that we want to talk about?
1: I think we should talk about American Horror Stories, okay. the anthology series. All
0: right, everybody. We've <laughs> talked about American Horror Story before. And Not enough. How many seasons?
1: Uh, nine going on the 10th one. Yay! Nine <laughs>
0: seasons. I think we did do a conversation about season one, Murder House, Not right? a
1: lot, though, Yeah.
0: And uh, right now on FX Hulu, there is an anthology,
1: which you will not get and will not like if you haven't watched the actual show. Well, I
0: won't say that. I mean that. So I would say that the past episode had nothing to do with anything.
1: No, but still, like American Horror Stories, if you if that is your one like view of American Horror Story, you're gonna think the show sucks, which sometimes it does. But like American Horror Story, it has to have like a very kind of like niche
2: to mm-hmm.
1: it. Like you have to realize this is a Ryan Murphy horror show. And you have to kind of realize like
0: <laughs> everybody Ryan Murphy was the creator of Glee. Yeah. And now he's moved on to American Horror Story for yeah. the last ten years.
1: Yeah. He's done a lot of stuff which is surprising. What's he
0: done besides these He did two?
1: The Politician, he did um
0: he what did what the OJ thing? on Netflix. Yeah, he did
1: American Crime Story. Right. So it's like the murder of Asachi OJ. He did one about what happened to Baby Jane, like a like a spin off series. Boop.
0: Didn't even know that. So uh <laughs> Which um, is supposed
1: to be, like, the best one that he's made. Really? It's not. Okay. it's not giving any attention.
0: Well, this anthology series... Uh, oh, and
1: Pose. And Pose. Oh, that's right. It <laughs> yeah. did Pose.
0: And so, the anthology series, as by the name, each episode is its own self-enclosed story, except the first one's a two-parter, Yeah. because it goes back to Murder House. <laughs> and so, whether or not you've ever watched American Horror Story, well, we're going to give you an idea. It's a lot like reading one of Stephen King's short story collections is what eh, it feels like. Sometimes. But it's a self-enclosed story. Um, so the first one was Murder House, which mm-hmm. is season one. Okay,
1: first I have to go through the seasons of American Horror Story. Oh Let's my talk. goodness. Okay. okay, This is going to be I'm a long gonna... episode, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so, Murder House, that's the one. It's basically like another shining, sort of. So it's like a family mm-hmm. moves into this house, which they don't know is haunted, and a bunch of stuff happens. It is one of the best seasons of American Horror Story out of the ones you've seen. Would you agree? Like, it's FC pretty good. 2. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's... It's pretty good.
0: Compared to Cult, yes.
1: Cult is amazing. That's a- We've never
0: finished it, so...
1: <laughs> yeah, so... Yeah, and then Asylum, which takes place in Asylum. I haven't watched that a lot, so it's pre- I think it's pretty good. Coven goes about um, an entire coven of, like, witches and everything like that. Season 4 is Freak Show, which is the worst one, in my opinion. It absolutely sucks, in my it opinion. It looks
0: awful. <laughs> Just does.
1: The reason why it was... Like, cause, um, after season three, it was immediately greenlit for, like, a next season. Mm -hmm. And so they had, like, only a couple of months to write it. Okay. And they were just like, that's when they finally had a budget. So they just got so many characters, and it just kept on going and going. Okay. And I'm like, this is completely And season five is Hotel, which is one of the best ones, but if you don't like sex, you're not going to like it at all.
0: Ryan Murphy (laughs) is working through... Something. Definitely, uh, uh, I think <laughs> deviancy is no longer the, a, a proper term. But the eccentricities yeah. of, of of I think he likes I think he his... likes
1: to make the viewer uncomfortable because yes, that's um,
0: very true. Yeah. Yes,
1: he's like cause he's like oh I'm going to do horror. So I'm going to do every single thing that makes you uncomfortable, which yes. he does a lot. And season six, Roanoke, it's fine. It's not great. Season 7 Cult is the best one, but it is the darkest one, and it's the one with most gore and most, like... And
0: if we don't finish it, I'm not going to remember anything.
1: And it's just very unsettling to watch if you don't like unsettling horror, but if you do and you really like the kind of, like, cult, politics, kind of, like, that side of horror, Mm -hmm. then you will like it. Season 8 is Apocalypse, which is not going to be good unless you watch season 1 and 3 and 5, and that one's just not that good. And season 9 is 1984 which is the cheesiest and literally looks like it was made in the 80s, but by 2000s people. And so it just doesn't look yeah,
0: that good. I, what I, what I <laughs> fear is going to happen for Ryan Murphy is he's getting, like, these shows, they're becoming so... The universe is becoming self-enclosed. It can't take on new fans.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and so at some point in time it's going to become not popular anymore.
1: What I'm afraid will happen because of what happened with uh, American Horror Stories is that like he doesn't know how to write to actual, like, children. Like, real, like, actual teenagers. Because he did that in uh, Gleam, which is, like...
0: Yeah, okay, I get those, that. That's yeah.
1: not, like... Like, it was very that time, mm-hmm. and it's that's still not exactly how, like, teenagers talked, and it's very over-exaggerated. And that used to work for him, and now with American Horror Stories, he just doesn't know how to write to teenagers. He doesn't know so, how they talk. So I'll <laughs> give you an
0: example. Episode 3 is... The premise is that there was this movie... In the uh, late 80s, mm-hmm. that only showed one time, mm-hmm. and supposedly in the showing, people freaked out and started murdering each yep. other.
1: Which is a really good premise to start with. Right,
0: right. And then the movie was never shown again, and, mm-hmm. and all the prints were destroyed, and they bring in someone uh, with Tipper Gore and the PMRC, mm-hmm. which I lived through all that stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And then the premise is in a drive in theater that is, of course, about to go out of business. Mm-hmm. They get hold of one of the prints,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and... It's
1: like one of the, like, the last showings All ever.
0: the movie geeks are like, we've got to go see it, mm-hmm. and if you watch the preview, I'm giving nothing away,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it works. Yeah. And people start murdering each other. So it's a self-enclosed episode about that, and mm-hmm. I like the premise.
1: Yeah, the premise is good. That's the problem with a lot of Ryan Murphy like shows, is that the premise is really good. But he just doesn't know how to execute it because he wants to add so many things to be like, "Well, look at this." It's like I don't want he, that. He
0: drops tons of cinema geek references. No,
1: I liked that part. So okay. in the in the in the show, you have like the director of it, and he's like, "Oh, I, I added this and this and this to the to the movie because that's what they did in The Exorcist, and like The Exorcist was huge, and so many people didn't like it because it was so like unsettling, like you.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm.
1: it's just. I find that very interesting. I find the v- different parts of, like, film very interesting. But, like, I I liked that character, but just everything around it didn't work. Like, okay. if it was okay. more... If the director was more of a character... Because the, he does this a lot where he just introduces people and it just kills them off. It's like... Well,
0: I think it suffers from what you were mentioning earlier. Mm-hmm. The teenagers, their conversation... Is ridiculous. It's It's not. It's not realistic. Mm -mm. You and Landry were like, no one talks this way. He's got to get someone, whether he wrote it or not, whether Mm -hmm. someone else wrote it. I don't know. I didn't look at that episode to see who wrote it. Um, they've got to get someone to to prove the language. Yeah. Because the the word we're missing here is there's no verisimilitude. Mm -hmm. There's no there's no close to reality. This is the way people interact. And Mm -hmm. I think it hurt the episode a lot. Uh, it it's, it turned uh, a bit Tarantino towards the end with the couple. I guess, um, I
1: guess that, okay. So here's another thing that he likes to do. He likes to introduce very young uh, like couples that you're supposed to fall in love with. You're supposed to sympathize with, and then they do nothing, and you're like, I feel nothing towards you. And the show is supposed to like set it up, be like, look at amazing things they're doing. It's like I don't care about them. They're literally well, not important think, at all.
0: I think their shift at the end's unrealistic. I, I yeah. Do. So, like
1: the the boyfriend was a bad boyfriend, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Oh, I'm in love with you." It's like, <sighs> so
0: so before we give away too much on episode four, which just debuted, mm-hmm. its premise is there's the bro house.
1: Season, episode four is the best one out of the. Yes,
0: and the bro house is a YouTube show. Mm-hmm. Four dudes living in harkening uh, mm-hmm. back to the '90s and early 2000s when you had all those shows on MTV. Uh, th-
1: they're still. It's poking fun at all the YouTuber creator houses that are happening and TikTok creator. houses Okay, that I haven't happening. seen any. Of those things okay, still happen. Wait. They
0: used <laughs> to be on MTV and that kind of thing. Well, Now
1: so. they're so there's there was like it's there's like the Team Ten house, there was the Hype house, the Sway house, the you
2: are the making phase house. all of I'm this not, up.
1: The Sway house is the one that they were making fun of, which is just a bunch of. The Hype House was the one, the huge one with all the TikTokers. The Team 10 house. Do you remember that one?
0: No. With Jake Paul. Oh, I know that yeah. dude. I know him. Yeah, and then that... there was
1: the Logan Paul house called, like, the Faze House. There's, like... That's so embarrassing. Yeah. I
0: can't believe this exists.
1: So, the Bro House is basically the Hype House, which okay. is a bunch of TikTokers who are annoying.
0: And, <laughs> and these four guys are absolute slaves to their numbers. Yeah. They, 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 Everything they do, they do something... They film something really creepy. Yeah. And their numbers drop, which is similar to what happened to Logan Paul mm-hmm. at the Japanese graveyard.
2: Yeah. Japanese and, forest.
0: Forest, excuse me. And uh, very similar to that. Mm-hmm. And which numbers, is a whole
1: other like internet drama, which is actually very interesting to dive into. We
0: can get back <laughs> into that at some point in time. Uh, uh, and then the bad guy is Danny Trejo. Yeah. And we just don't... Get, you can't yeah. put Danny Trejo... By the way, his autobiography just came out. <laughs> i got an audiobook. I haven't listened to it yet. That dude <laughs> is hardcore. But anyway... We don't get enough Danny Mm -hmm. Trejo. See,
1: there's the problem. Like that episode was the best one because it was the funniest one. If it was a bit longer, if they if they stretched it out to like an hour, hour, like hourish, it could have been so much better because the like bro part of it was very funny. Seeing them trying to like figure out how to like get their numbers back up, that was very funny. And they were obviously being like huge like huge dicks during it. And then, but then you got, like, Machete, and he's, like, this small Santa, and you just get, like, he's not enough in there. Like, you oh, no, need I to...
0: I agree. If... It, it, you're never... There's no horror sense of dread in the yeah. entire episode. Yeah. Like, I mean...
1: Even, even during that, you're like, oh, well, all these kids are gonna die.
0: It, we're four <laughs> episodes in. How many are there gonna be? Uh, Six or seven, I think? It, if it was not for your interest in this, I would not watch it. That's I mean, fair. I'm like, it has not... It hasn't That's caught fair. me. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm gonna watch it with you, because <laughs> you're hyped up about yeah. it. So... <laughs> Uh, so, American Horror Stories, what's, mm-hmm. is that what it's just called? American yeah. Horror Stories? Mm-hmm. Um, it's alright. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it's.
1: If you don't like American Horror Story, you will not like this. I one.
0: would give it. Uh, I don't know if we're going to be doing a star system. You have yeah. a complete star system for everything, don't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> have you given this a star system? No, yet? because I haven't
1: finished it. Right, this right. episode, though, out of like five, probably give it like four. Because it was the most interesting. The, this third episode, I'd give it like. Two or three. Yeah, I'd say good.
0: overall the show is like a big solid two and a half for me. Like it's just
1: like it's all three. Yeah, like, yeah.
2: yeah. The so, end, out of five. Out yeah. Of
1: five. The next one, I forget what it's going to be about, but it has Billy Lord, who... She's, Billy Lord. she's Carrie Fisher's daughter. She played Winner in Colt.
0: And by the way, this, <laughs> oh. this show is full of famous... Nepo babies. <laughs> yeah, I never heard that term before. So, yeah. a bunch so, of famous people's children. Yeah. Was it Cindy Crawford's daughter is in this?
1: Cindy Crawford's daughter, she was... Yeah, Kaya Gerber, she's in the second episode. And not even just American Horror Stories. American Horror Story in general. Emma Roberts, Tysa Farmiga... Lily Rabe, her dad was, like, the owner of, like, the Mets or something. Um, and then, yeah, um, I forget, yeah, Billy Lord, all of those, and there's Kaya Gerber, there's, uh, what's her name, Paris Jackson?
0: Oh, like, Michael Jackson's kid. So, yeah. basically, this is where famous people's children who are trying mm-hmm. to launch movie careers get their start.
1: Noah Cyrus is gonna be in the series finale of this. Alright,
0: so, <laughs> alright, so we're good. So, yeah. we'll, we'll give an update. I don't know if we'll do an update every week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is where we are, mm-hmm. guys. You're gonna have to know that for this show, <laughs> things like American Horror Story, MCU,
1: Bojack Horseman, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be some things that are just repetitive. And mm-hmm. if you didn't, if you have no idea about American Horror Story, just hang in there. We'll get some more stuff. <laughs> so, so what else? Well,
1: if you're an if you're a beginner to American Horror Story, I would suggest the first season. It's kind With-
0: of Massive warnings.
1: <laughs> Massive warnings. Massive warnings.
0: Massive warnings for sexual content. It's, yeah. So just it, it's a stunner. But if uh, you
1: do, if you are okay with like possession and stuff like that, then season two would be probably your best bet. Yeah. <laughs>
0: what, what not And to if say. you're
1: okay with like actual like unsettling horror, then I would suggest season seven. But there you
0: okay. Go. <laughs> so we're not always gonna be so horror movie heavy, but our mm-hmm. next one together. We watched, just last night, mm-hmm. called Ginger Snaps. Now,
2: Which... <laughs>
0: Ginger Snaps, I had heard of,
2: mm-hmm. had
0: never seen. It actually was sort of a, a festival darling. Yeah. This, act, this director made it on a zero budget. Uh, refu- it's not that he refused CGI, he doesn't have any money for CGI. So
1: he's like, he's like, I don't want to use you it. You
0: literally like... have creatures, they don't do this anymore, made. Mm-hmm. The premise is two sisters... Uh, Ginger, of course, the redhead. And it's then four
1: point five million as a budget.
0: Yeah. Usually, what happens in those festival movies is they have small budgets, they get picked up, and then they add a little stuff yep. on it to make it better. So, so Ginger uh, and her sister, who's sixteen, and her sister Bridget, mm-hmm. they are inseparable, <laughs> and they are as moody and distant mm-hmm. as like I. They're they're not emo or anything like that. It's just that they're 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 horror movie type kids.
1: Yeah, and they're the, the ones where it's, like, premise. they're, like, the loner, like, weird kids of school. And but they're kind of, like, interesting while they're not, they're not, like, super annoying when they're
0: the doing it. The opening is more creepy than the rest of the movie.
1: Yeah. The In
0: the opening, they are doing they a class project. Know, no,
1: before even that, the opening is a dog, a family dog getting killed, which is immediately... Yes, <laughs> a dog
0: gets killed! Like, <laughs> which is they like, show, not not the dog actually being killed, but, they show like, the, the like, body. The,
1: yeah, they show, like, the guts, like, coming out, and yeah. you're, like... They didn't
0: have the budget, but, I mean, you're, like, <laughs> like wait a minute, I thought... Thought yeah. you could kill anything but the family dog. You're like, you're so like that
1: is like a hard-hitting subject. Don't do that what to in think- the world.
0: <laughs> uh, and then the opening credits, uh, they uh, Ginger and Bridget have a a um, a, a, a class, a class project on death, mm-hmm. and so they stage so death, many death scene yeah, photos. They're basically
1: like, I don't want to call them SFX artists because it's never like really said anything, but they're kind of like. It's just miniature sfx artists because they're constantly like, trying to put themselves in like death What it stuff. like
0: for someone to fall down steps was yeah. someone to be impaled on a fence mm-hmm. and at that point in time we barely know what the movie's about and you're like what yeah. in the like heck? you don't
1: even like know them that well and it starts off so it starts off with the dog getting killed and then it's then start off of them like talking about killing themselves and then boom you just get a huge like compilation of people of them like
0: and How and they the die. Premise of the movie: At least two loner sisters. Mm-hmm. They're in the same grade because Bridget skipped mm-hmm. a grade, and everyone makes fun of them. You know that kind of thing. And Ginger gets bitten by a werewolf.
1: Yeah, and there's like oh, there's some. So the dog that gets killed. There's a werewolf that's coming around killing everyone's dogs, and then she gets bit by a werewolf. And,
0: and so, that's. And then the premise is Ginger goes through this transformation, both yeah. personality she kind of comes into herself confidence sexuality mm-hmm. but is gradually slowly
1: getting away from Bridget and mm-hmm. turning
0: into a rebel yes. <laughs> so the real the heart of the movie
1: is their is their
0: relationship mm-hmm. you're 100% the heart of the movie is can these two sisters who are incredibly tight mm-hmm. who have sworn that they would even maybe even die mm-hmm. together at one yeah. point in time what happens when they grow apart? That's what gives the movie a heart, yeah. right? I mean, it, uh, wouldn't you say that's what makes the movie, the, I mean, like, not yeah. even the premise. It's just a horror movie premise yeah. with two sisters. Mm-hmm.
1: I liked the movie. I know you didn't as much. All but right. it's kind of like, right. it's another one of those, like, early iconic 2000s, like, uh, like final girls in films, kind of like. Or, like, the, like, like Jennifer's body, you know? Mm-hmm. How it's mm-hmm. like, she's like an iconic, like, 2000, like, girly.
0: That's and I think kind of- all of these stem from Thelma and Louise, which you have not seen, no. which we do need to see at some point in time. Mm-hmm. It, you saw the uh, Simpsons episode that parried it, I think, but uh, actually, no, we'll watch that with narrative for that. So, um, you do need to watch that yeah. a little bit. So, tell me, do you think Sister, you saw it with, you saw it mm-hmm. with Landry, mm-hmm. do you think Sisters watch that movie and take more away from it than I did. Probably. Because I had sisters, but I'm not a, I'm not a girl.
1: Also, the dad had no part in Cannot the... I
0: stand the portrayal of the dad? <laughs> it's like, it's worse than Disney sitcom portrayal of a dad.
1: It's like he's just not interested at all.
0: Like, he has maybe three sentences in the mm-hmm. whole movie. But that's,
1: it, like, his that's And the his mom thing. even
0: talks about leaving him, maybe yeah. even killing him at one point in time, which is kind of a starling Because the she's, like,
1: she's like, oh, he'll just blame me for, like, everything. Oh,
0: like, what? Well, he doesn't even speak. How does he get blamed for anything? Well, anyway, he's gonna... Just, no, I was he's,
1: he's a distant dad, and
0: that's why. I'm very disappointed in the portrayal of the dad.
1: Well, sometimes I just... I get <laughs>
0: it. I get it. But, uh... So, but do you, so, do you feel like you and Landry, like... Uh, enjoyed the movie more than say say any a, a girl th- who doesn't have a sister.
1: I think it's not sister; it's more just a girl, a woman thing. How it's like these okay. are two okay. like this like girls finally like becoming. It's another Jennifer's body sort of thing where it's like she's taking. Well, we're gonna
0: taking... have to go into more detail on Jennifer's <laughs> yeah. body. I'll have to read how, this, watch. I this
1: How together. she's taking like control of herself and how people she's getting like. To be like oh you're being like a whore if you do this you're being a slut if you do this and how she's kind of like go- not only going through her like physical transformation but also going through her like mental yeah there's transformation. a
0: whole arc about what it means your yeah. period and, and i'm lost on that yeah. and i mean i'm listening to stephen king's uh lisey's story right now mm-hmm. and
1: all was lisey's
0: uh <laughs> no the way in the book they call it lisey yeah, okay. and so uh, in the audiobook mm-hmm. and there's three sisters and two of them caring for one mm-hmm. and the two that are the caretakers tell one of them tells the other one like you look awful Mm -hmm. and she goes there's no honesty like a sister's honesty and i just thought oh oh, okay um you know if you do that with brothers it might just be go time or something like that but you know all in all i I am not really interested in watching the sequel or the prequel
1: i'm not either so it's uh, it's i'm not gonna say it's a bad movie but i'm not saying it's like a great movie and And i'm not even
0: gonna say cult classic i'm not gonna go that far the yeah
1: the pacing is a little weird and, it like, is. the the ending kind of, like, dragged on a bit, but if you're kind of, like, interested in, like, the early 2000s kind of, like, um, like, horror, kind of, like, creepy uh, aesthetic of, 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 of gorilla it.
0: Sort of guerrilla horror kind of Yeah, genre. if you're, like, yeah.
1: if you like the creepy aesthetic of it, you'll probably like it a lot more, because I oh. like liked the aesthetic of it, I like the fashion choices and everything. If you're looking at it at, like, prosthetics and like SFX wise, you're uh, not gonna okay. like
0: the only redeeming guy in the whole movie is the drug dealer.
1: Yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah. I mean everyone yeah. else is just garbage. Mm-hmm. Really it's, I can't think of one, but yeah the so yep. hooray for the heroic drug dealer or whatever. Yep, exactly. So what it'll stop it. Whatever. <laughs> so alright. So um uh what else we do we see anything else together? I can't remember.
1: Uh, there is you
2: talk about Joel. I talk about Brad Okay, Chuckie. so
0: we'll, let's talk about... We'll talk about the trailer at the end. We're okay. going to talk about it's to come. Okay. So I'll do one thing I've watched solo, and then you watch something you've watched solo. Great. Okay. So I, on Amazon Prime, for okay. free... Of course. ...is Joel. Okay. And the premise is Kate Beckinsale, uh, which everybody in the house makes a joke for me, because I got a crush on I Kate I can't Beckinsale. even remember
1: what she looks like. So, uh, <laughs> but in
0: this movie, she's blonde, and the premise is she has, like, a genetically... She has a genetic rage problem. Okay. (laughs) Like, uncontrollable. And, like, in the first few minutes, you see her beating up teachers and going to the Mm. military and beating up her instructor. And so, at present, she wears this contraption Mm -hmm. that when she's about to rage, she can press a button, sends electricity through her nervous system, and calms her down. The person who helps her with that, her psychologist-slash-scientist, is Stanley (laughs) Tucci, who we all love. We love Mm -hmm. Stanley Tucci, right? And, but because of this... Kate Kate Back so is very lonely. Okay. Like she's she's a, a bouncer by trade and she doesn't have anybody that she loves and she goes on a date.
2: Mm-hmm. She
0: actually goes on two dates and she likes the guy. And is able to kind of control her rage
2: mm-hmm.
0: without the the little contraption on her, right? Mm-hmm. Goes to Stanley Tucci, I'm cured. She's got a date that night and he's dead. Someone has <laughs> murdered him. Did she murdered
2: him. No, she goes okay. on a
0: rampage to find out who murdered him. Okay. That's the premise of the movie. All right. Solid ninety minutes. <laughs> it's there's no wasted. Uh, it's not a great movie, <laughs> but we haven't seen. Uh, Kate Beckinsale kick this much butt since Underworld. She looks like she's having fun. Like the <laughs> actors realize
2: mm-hmm.
0: we don't need to take this very seriously because it's not. It's kind of similar to the movie Crank. With Jason Statham, I that where movie. that he dies if his metabolism gets too low, so he's got to stay jacked up the whole I movie. I thought
1: that was that was a different movie where it's like he, yeah, where like he has to have like his heart rate constantly has to be like that. that's crank. It is.
0: Yep, it's crank. They actually made two of those, and <laughs> uh, uh, kind of a ridiculous movie, uh, but it's the premise of uh, the premise of this one is if it gets too high, she starts beating up people. But so listen, here's what I recommend. It, it's There's no... They don't make some completely unnecessary nude scenes or anything like that. If you just want to watch a silly, straightforward, uh, I don't mind watching Kate Beckinsale beat-up guys movie, it's a fantastic movie. It's got an after credit scene that you need to watch because they are hoping to make a sequel out of this thing. And, I mean, Amazon Prime's got money lying around, apparently, and that kind of thing. So I heard an interview with Kate Beckinsale on... Um. Uh, the Dak Shepherd Show. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, came back to, some, went to Oxford. She's brilliant. And and she said, listen, I've promoted movies that I thought stunk before. <laughs> I love this one. So she, she gives it, like, she was like, no, it didn't turn into crap. It's actually a decent movie. That's so.
1: another thing with a lot of the, like, the Hollywood bombshells. Mm-hmm. They're all, like, super smart, but they're all, like, just constantly casting. There are so-
0: many. I'm not going to say all of them are. I'm saying hard. a lot
1: of them aren't. Like, with Paris Hilton, Megan Fox, all of them, they're all, like, they're all, like brilliant. And, like, people are just like, oh, they're just like the Hollywood bombshells, so we're
0: not going to. If you remember, you saw the movie that brought Kate Beckinsale into no. uh, popularity, which was Kenneth Branagh's Much Ado About Nothing.
2: Oh, yeah. Very
0: young Kate <laughs> Beckinsale. and mm-hmm. She was doing, like, Shakespearean theater mm-hmm. uh, after Oxford. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, she's got that background in it. Yeah. She became famous with romantic comedies. We Mm -hmm. love serendipity. She did three of the four underground movie, uh, uh, underworld movies. Mm -hmm. But anyway, recommend if you got ninety minutes and you want to just have some uh, um, guilt-free, guilt-free action movie. There Mm -hmm. you go. So, what have you seen that I haven't seen?
1: Okay, Bride of Chucky. Bride (laughs) of
0: Chucky. My excuse me. I have seen Bride of Chucky, but it was years and years ago. You saw this without me. Oh, go ahead.
1: Okay, so. I'm just gonna as a disclaimer if you are not into campy movies or like the campy aesthetic you will hate this movie so you would hate this movie <laughs> um so if like ar- the original Chucky is already kind of like campy cause it's like it's a talking doll that's
0: it. by the a-, way, it's a new one getting her
1: come out go ahead oh great <laughs> so Keep it's going. a it's a it's a serial killer manifested back into a talking doll already that plot is insane right which so <laughs> like the original the original Chucky it doesn't It, like, it takes itself a little too seriously in that one. Like...
0: You mean the very first 80s Chucky that you and I watched? Yeah. Okay. It takes
1: itself, like, a little too seriously, because it's like, hey, we're an actual horror movie. It doesn't let it go all the way into the comedy side, which is what it should be, and that's why the Chucky franchise has gone so big, is because just after, like, so long... They just made it go insane, because it went, it's like, Chucky, then it's like, Bride of Chucky, Seed of Chucky, like, Bride Chucky reimagined, and then it's like, Chucky, like, 2, or something, and then...
0: Well, we just saw... we just saw the reboot of Chucky. Yeah. I think we actually did, talked about that in an episode yeah. with Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. Okay, but tell me what you liked about... But first, let me
1: bra- let me tell you all of the ones that are here. There's Child's Play 1, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3, Seed of Chucky, Bride of Chucky, and then... Child's Play, re- like, the new one. Then left in the 2021 one. Is wow. that a different one? Yeah. Um. That's episodes. <laughs> That's a different thing. That's the one where he has, like, a bob and
0: everything. Oh, this is the TV show.
1: Yeah, there's a TV show. It's but... ridiculous. Alright, keep going. Yeah. That's fine. So, Five Chucky, it's star Jennifer Tilly, and she yes. does an amazing job. Like, she does an amazing job as cause, um, uh, what's her name again? I forget her name. Meg Tilly? No, the actual, like, character. Uh, bride the bride of chucky
2: oh I don't tiffany there
1: you go tiffany she's very like she's like a bimbo and she's very in love with chucky she's in love with she's in love with like the serial killer side of him and she's been trying to like piece him back together okay. and so she's kind of like she's kind of like another like it's not a serial killer because she's not like an actual shirt, but she's very invested into like the murder and everything and so she finally like puts him back to life and he's like just being a complete ass to her like he's like he's like i don't care he's like i'm not gonna get married to you because that's all she wants she just wants to get married to him to chucky yeah and to the doll she reimagined the doll and she's like i'm gonna get married to you he's like no i'm he's like i don't care about you like you're just like another part of my plan and so she's like so she's like she's like okay i'm done with you and then he's like well i'm gonna murder you so he murders her and then turns her into a doll and so then that's where the entire thing goes. And then they're like, well, I'm tired... Both of them are like, I'm tired of being doll. We have to find, like, bodies to find again. And the, so...
0: So, so <laughs> he, she was in a body. Yeah. He turned her into a doll. Yeah. And then he wants to turn her back into a body.
1: He wants himself to turn back back to a, a, a body, but she... But he just wants to get back at her because she's, like, annoying him. And so the way that you turn back into a human once you're a doll is you find this, like... And, like, this charm, basically, which the original Chucky, like, the actual, like, person Chucky... Right. ...was wearing when he was buried, so now they have to go back to his grave, and they're like, well, first, we have to find humans to, like, go over to our body again, and so they find Catherine Heigl and her boyfriend. Catherine Heigl? <laughs> yes. Oh, how
0: embarrassing.
1: <laughs> and so she's like, so her and her boyfriend are... Like very, they're like almost 18, and they're like, I want to get out of my uncle's house because he's not letting me date this dude, okay? And so then, so her boyfriend is the neighbor of Jennifer Tilly, okay. And so, so Jennifer Tilly is like, hey, you need to pick up these dolls to go to this graveyard for like a project I'm working on, okay? So he, so he takes Catherine Heigl, he's like, this is our chance to get away, and so, so they they get away with the dolls, and then. Spoiler alert: the not even a spoiler alert, but Catherine Heigl's uncle is a cop, and he is a cop. Friends who were always looking out for Catherine Heigl to not get away, and so the cop is like, also, <laughs> Chucky kills the Catherine uh, Heigl's dad. I mean, uncle. So that's just entirely. So he's like we're out of the picture. It, but... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So um, the the kills in this are great because they're so over the top, and the amount of just stuff that happens. Is insane. Like there is a. Well, first I'm gonna go back to the very beginning <laughs> because there once once uh, Tiffany finds like the actual doll, Living Dead Girl by Rob by Rob Zombie plays and right. it's an amazing starter. <laughs> okay. Because so she because she like so she like kills someone and then she picks up the doll and she goes Hello, Dolly! And then Living Dead Girl starts playing and so it's just amazing. Alright. But <laughs> wait, <laughs> but so there's just a couple of things that happen. but one of the kills, so the uncle, or the uncle's friend, he's, like, in the cop car, and, uh, and Chucky, he comes out, and he goes into the, like, the gas, like, pump, Right. he puts something in there, and then he puts his lighter, and he puts it into the gas tank, and the entire car blows up, and that's just, <laughs> I gotta say, that's one of the most creative kills I've seen, <laughs> and then, also, there's just, there's another thing where, um, there was this couple, and they were in a bed, and there was a mirror above them, and Tiffany takes something, and she, like, bashes the mirror, and all of the glass shatters come down onto the couple, and they're just dead because of all the glass shatters. And then at the very, very end, once you think everyone's dead, guess what happens? <laughs> There's a doll birth scene.
2: But uh, <laughs> <The> y'all <so> doll-
0: <laughs> so for you- No, listen, don't know, I watch a lot of bad movies, like, and I understand it, but- Mm-hmm. what makes this movie so good to you? Just the campiness of it? The, yeah, the just, outrageousness yeah, of it? Yeah, just the,
1: like, they were like, I don't care what happens. I mean, it's... it's, it's insane.
0: It's got a... It's got an infamous quality to it. It's I remember cool when it came It's got a cult following.
1: Out. It's just... I mean, I, people it's so love insane. Mick Tilly's,
0: like, uh, clothing in the movie and her yeah, style. It's, a,
1: it's an It's, like, a basic doll because she just buys, like, a dollar store doll for uh, right. Chucky. And then she turns this, Then she turns the doll into, like, an actual doll. And so... Okay. She turns
0: the doll into a doll. No, she
1: turns the doll into, like, herself. So, I like, gotcha. that's, that look is iconic. And just, it's the insanity of it.
0: <laughs> What's amazing is, like, the Chucky movies, the Child's Play movies,
2: mm-hmm.
0: I mean, it's not like they're $100 million movies. No. They're not. But they make them on the cheap,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and enough people like them. And, and there's a TV series. Like, I don't yeah. even know where you watch it. But there, it, there's a TV series right now. That has come out, and they have said, "Hey, there's there's more. There are more movies coming, yeah. and so, mm-hmm. uh, so I don't know if they're gonna include Aubrey Plaza. I bet not. Uh, but she uh, did a great
1: job, though.
0: <laughs> well, we did mention that one episode on this is gonna hurt mm-hmm. a while back, where we watched the original and the reboot, and mm-hmm. we were like, you know what? We're okay with both of these. Yeah. It's not too bad. So, all mm-hmm. right. Um, one more for me, one more for you.
1: No, we'll talk about House of Gucci next.
0: No, no, no. That's what we what's oh, coming okay. up. And so I've got one more thing I watched, and I don't know if you do or not. Um, but I do want. We'll talk about House of Gucci, and then I want to talk about. One, I got two Kay. upcoming things we're interested in. Kay. But real quickly, uh, wow, I didn't realize we took in so much horror lately. What is going yeah. on? So uh, it's a good movie. I watched good. Joel, but that wasn't horror. But so I watched Freaky, okay, which is a horror comedy. Mm-hmm. So the premise is like Freaky Friday. It's a nice play on that. Mm -hmm. Freaky Friday. They've had so many movies like this uh, where...
1: uh, Uh Uh-oh, they switch bodies. They switch bodies.
0: And so in this one, there is a serial killer played by Vince Vaughn, who's like 6'4", massive. (laughs) Uh, It's a Blumhouse film, so just giving you a heads up on that. Uh, Some very creative kills at the very (laughs) beginning. Kind of of gory, kind of funny. But uh, he gets a magical spear of some sort okay. from an art collector and uh, stabs this 16-year-old girl okay. and they switch bodies. Okay. <laughs> so then he is in her body. She has, of course, the transformation, which happens okay. in every movie. I'm the geeky girl. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's like, what's going on? But then she starts killing everybody. And she's, of course, got to convince everyone, I- I'm me. I'm in the serial killer body. Mm-hmm. And then it leads up to, there's got to have to be a conclusion. Uh, so just in quick, um, horror comedy is an interesting genre. Like it's, <laughs> you've you, you really got to just hit it right. Uh, I think it started real well. Um, uh, I think it started real well. Uh, it fades. Um, you actually wind up liking the serial killer in her body mm-hmm. best. She kills like an annoying teacher and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, glad it was free. <laughs> Might be worth watching one day if you and I are, are bored and we don't have anything mm-hmm. to watch. Um, it actually came out in when theaters were still closed down. Why? Like, there were still a few movies, like Tenet, that were released. So this one got mm-hmm. like a little bit into the theaters. Um, but yeah, eh, it was alright. I'll yeah. give it to you. It, it was, it's almost worth watching like the first. 15 minutes and go, all right, that was it right there. So, so let's talk about what's upcoming. Uh, okay. You and I have seen a couple of trailers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: One that you are incredibly excited about. Yes. And then one that we can't actually show anybody that we watched okay. the trailer for. So tell us about the trailer that you are incredibly okay. excited about.
1: For House of Gucci. House with, of
0: Gucci. which
1: Adam Driver and Lady Gaga. Which, um, I love Lady Gaga.
0: Tease this. Mm-hmm. a couple of months ago with a photo that yeah, was like there was, looked incredible.
1: Yeah, there are so many cast photos that I've seen of it because there's so many people go to the set and take pictures and so I've seen like so many pictures of it and I still don't know the exact story. I just know that somehow uh, Lady Gaga's character kills Adam Driver's character because it's, it's a real story. It is. And so I never looked into that but that's all I know about it but just from the trailer it looks so good and... Oh, uh, if that song is in the actual movie, I'm going to go insane.
2: So there's,
0: there, there's a take on one of Blondie's mm-hmm. songs, which I think is either a fantastic remix or Lady Gaga sang it. I don't think she um, <laughs> Adam Driver, for a dude who has such a distinct look, is somehow able to transform himself over and over and over again. He's just a good actor. Yeah. But you would think with his unique look, like, he would be stuck. Yeah. But he, he looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Lady Gaga seems to continue to show what an amazing
1: How she's, talent
0: she is. She's, she's just a talent.
1: She's great at like everything, which if is you, insane.
0: When it, when she first came out, and she's wearing meat dresses and all that stuff. You Iconic. Would you would well, you would think at that point in time she would just come and go. You would think
1: no, 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 no. no,
0: no you no. would think she listen. No. She could have been. Like when Beck's Loser came out, you thought the song's gonna come and go. No one knew he was gonna win multiple Grammys and hang around for twenty five years. No one like you no, there with, was no way to know that she was gonna transcend yes, there into was. this.
1: Lady Gaga no, no yes, was an
0: actor that actress an no, actor at that actor is. Everyone point?
1: knew that Lady Gaga was great and iconic and would change the game since her like basically like her first performance on like it was on like Good Morning America or No, something.
0: listen, but I've gotta tell you, like the adult perspective at no. first was she could be gone in a year. No, and no one
1: with like the meat dress, That was like that was like a huge statement with her I with her paparazzi performance at like through like the VMAs or something where she like she pretended to like be stabbed on stage and then hang herself on stage. That yeah. was iconic. She, she, being
0: because she's a big fan of Alice Cooper. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what's going on. <laughs> well, there. no,
1: she did that because she was trying to show because it was during the song Paparazzi and she's trying to show how the world doesn't see people of actual... I get
0: it. Alice Cooper decapitates himself every single concert. Okay, it's I get not- it. But, so, <laughs> but I, a broader audience saw two mm-hmm. things okay. um, in her career. that made uh, A Star is Born, mm-hmm. which made everybody go, what in the world? Yeah. And her Super Bowl performance. Yeah. Those two things happened, and I think the broader world's like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. She is incredibly talented mm-hmm. across the board she is a american horror story alum mm-hmm. she's also a machete alum <laughs> from robert rodriguez she got started doing you know machete films mm-hmm. and that kind of thing but i i will go see it it looks fantastic it's not it's not a world that i'm drawn to but that film looks very very mm-hmm. good it really does so, There's
1: We can go into another, n- another entire deep dive of Lady Gaga and her crew. We, we might. Because we if might. you go into everything and how she's criticized by, like, every single thing, here's another thing. It's not really even, like, technically relevant, but she performed at, like, the Bowie, like, she, she performed at, like, the Bowie, like, concert tribute, and so obviously, if you're doing Bowie, you have to be kind of theatrical with it. Sure. And so she made, like, so she made, like, this... It was just her face, and then, like, her face would, like, transform into, like, a spider across her face, and, like, the... the I've seen it. It's amazing. Yeah. So many people, like, so many people, like, at the concert, well, some were men. did, uh, they were... They criticized her, and they were like, you're being too theatrical with it. You're making it, like, look gimmicky that's and, like, silly. stupid. That's a silly like, to Bowie. It's like, if you are at mm-hmm. a Bowie concert, and you're saying that's too theatrical... Have you even looked at any single album, any single look you, of Bowie's?
0: That's what, you gotta dismiss any critic who does that. I mean, really, you just gotta dismiss mm-hmm. any critics. Like, yeah. So, and of course, she's a massive fan of,
2: yeah. of Kiss,
0: and yeah. Paul Stanley wrote a song to do a duet with her. I'll play it mm-hmm. for you sometime, uh, and they wound up not doing it. Mm-hmm. And so, I'll share that with you. sometime. I
1: think you already time. have, but
0: I I, at the moment, yeah. I don't remember the title I when it comes to have. me. But so uh we saw and we cannot share with anybody i can't even let it off my phone mm-hmm. but since it has an instagram page we can talk about it okay. my friend leon brown who's out in california mm-hmm. has written produced and acted in a full motion picture it is about 90 percent done uh they just finished the score It's being colorized and final edited. It will then go to the festival circuit and will be shopped around to the various outlets. Um, He's almost done writing the sequel and (laughs) already has the premise for the prequel. It is a horror film. If you want to go to Instagram, it's called Manifest. And he's teased a little bit here or there. Um, It involves military and (laughs) demon possession. Uh, and I thought when we finally saw the trailer, because I've been fortunate enough to see clips along the way, mm-hmm. I thought the trailer stepped up the anticipation for it a ton. Do you have mm-hmm. any quick in, in, any takes on the trailer?
1: Um, it looks really good. It looks like it could like, it looks like, I'm not saying it's like it looks like in like an actual like Just, like big like big movie yeah. like with a big budget. I'm still not exactly sure what the plot is, but it looks interesting enough to actually go watch it.
0: Right. He he. Uh, he it, Um, Leon's impression that you're trying to make with this trailer is let's look like a $10 million horror film made much more affordably. Mm -hmm. So you recognize hey this is not a big budget horror film Mm -hmm. but there's such an avenue right now for those lower budgeted horror movies Blumhouse Mm -hmm. or A24 whoever they are they're scooping them up and they're producing them and like I said his goal is by the time the deal is made for this one is to already have the sequel written because he'd love to put them together. So uh, if you'll go to Manifest, I think it's Manifest Horror on Instagram. I'll try to include the link in there. Um, but we got a sneak peek at the unfinished trailer, which mm-hmm. I think caught our attention on that. So, Emma, wow. Uh, I don't have anything on the horizon this week. I'm not like, uh, you know, uh, we don't have a concert to go to. Because nope. we will be talking about concerts when they come up. Um, there is a chance that... We're all going to get to go see Joan Jett in a couple of weeks. Yay! Hope so. Yes, yes. Uh, in a couple of weeks, I'm taking Amy to go see Heraconic Jr., uh, which she's, we are excited about. Um, you're presently reading Twilight, because um, we went to Forks. We might need to talk about that some yeah. more in time. I'm listening to Lisey's story, and following that will be the novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's what yeah. I got going on there. <laughs> So, any last words on this uh, debut episode of You're Entitled to Your Opinion?
1: Not really. Well,
0: we're not, it's interesting, in this first episode, we we have not, we didn't really disagree a lot. Yeah. It's going to be interesting <laughs> when, I mean, I don't think,
2: well, I, I than, do not have than,
0: the love of Bride of Chucky that you do by <laughs> any stretch of the imagination, and I know you love American Horror Story get, more than I do. You
1: have to get out of, like, the, oh, movies have to be this, it's you, oh, can't, yeah, you yeah. can't look at just the movies as is this like a, even a good plot you just have to look at it do I enjoy it and do I think the stupidness I mean, of it is enjoyable I think
0: what makes this work is you and I have such a wide <laughs> berth for movies because mm-hmm. I love a good bad movie yeah. and uh, which makes us both have a, a sense for mm-hmm. uh, enjoying uh, cult movies mm-hmm. and that kind of thing so I don't know uh, and then we are on the long long road of finishing BoJack Horseman I think when Meredith goes back to college, we Mm -hmm. will finish it. We pick that up. Mm -hmm. That's going to take a while. Um, But other than that, uh, Amy and I are watching No Sudden Move, which is a new Steven Soderbergh film on HBO Max, uh, which is enjoyable. Uh, So those are always kind of fun but sort of twisty movies. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, we'll see what else is coming up. Any last words on this?
2: Nope. All right,
0: guys, we appreciate everybody listening to this debut episode. This one was horror-heavy. It'll always have a horror element if that's uh, if you listen to this but not completely overrun with horror as this one has. Mm-hmm. Uh, any last words? Nope. All right gang. we'll talk to you later. You're entitled to your opinion.
1: Great.